When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to another issue, uh, another episode. Issue is probably the wrong way to say that. Uh, of the Blue Turf, with me, I have Eric Bergrud, the comments announced part of the comments announcing team, and I will now dare say part of the Sirius Satellite Radio Network. How you doing, Eric? I'm well. Hey, I'm not on a permanent deal with Sirius XM, but we did get the inaugural game for this year's package, so Nick and I are excited about that. Can you, what can you tell me about that? How did that come about and how many games are you doing? So uh, it's a 10 game package. The The league announced it this week. It's going to be Friday night games. So, so the schedule was already built out in terms of who's playing on Friday nights. And then it, what it seems to me is they picked among the Friday night games available to make the package. And so we've been offered two games, both in St. Louis. So we'll be doing just satellite radio. So we'll be there this Friday for, the Comets uh, game at the ambush, and then we'll be back on St. Patrick's Day uh, when uh, Harrisburg Heat come into St. Louis as well. So I, I was curious about that because initially I just assumed it was the home game and they give the home broadcast, but no, it's it's a completely new team, not the not the home broadcast. Right. So we're not going to be Comets announcers on Friday, which will be kind of interesting. So don't expect like on the state in Comets history and. Uh, but some of the features that Comets fans are used to, we will continue to to incorporate in, in the broadcast on Friday. 
That's awesome. How how excited are you to be, you know, uh, coast to coast around the world? Really excited. This is, uh, I had hoped to be able to do something for the league. I didn't know that this was what it was going to be, but we appreciate the league's uh, trust in us, reaching out to us, and uh, Nick and I are excited for the opportunity. Do you know any of the other uh, groups or teams that will be doing the the broadcast? I I don't. They haven't released, but I would surmise just based on where they went last year. You might recall for the uh, Ron Newman Cup championship in, uh, in last season, the league used uh, Ray Biggs, who is the the voice of the of UCFC, to call the games in Florida and San Diego. So I would expect to see him back. I would imagine where it makes sense, they'll they'll try to simulcast with Twitch. Where it doesn't make sense, they'll they'll try to do something else. But uh, again, we're grateful for this opportunity. Well, I I think they chose well because I know you guys are the best announcing team in the league. Uh, there are appreciate few, you saying that. There are a few good announcing teams. There are a few that I have less appreciation for, but I'm not going to dive into that right now. Uh, with a limited amount of time today, I guess we should just dive into what's happened and what's coming up after that. Uh, game in San Diego, we knew that would be really tough. We knew they were going to be really good. We were hoping for not nearly as many penalty minutes as the previous year, which they didn't have as many. But how did uh, – you were there in person. What did you I see? was absolutely there in person, and the Comets started smart. They played defensive soccer – they were trying to minimize mental mistakes, and then the penalties started coming, uh, and I think the game plan pretty much got thrown out. I will say that Neto kept them in the game. He had 18 saves total. So for I know that we talked quite a bit about perceptions of Neto on the last uh, episode, but he was terrific there. Some of the saves were were you know, tremendous. Comets got back in the game, but it was a, a hill too far in, in terms of expect. But, but Thad, we talked about this last week, and that, where I had said they have these three games coming up, the, the game at San Diego, and then the two ahead this weekend, and I said they needed to grab six points out of them. Well, didn't commit to what the math looked like. You can do the rest of the math. That would mean three-point wins on – on Friday and Saturday, are they capable of doing it? Absolutely. They just made it a little bit tougher for themselves. They made it a lot tougher for themselves, not having got at least a point out there. And we knew that, again, we knew this was going to be tough. Uh, go back to what you said about Neto. Even the people who complain about him typically don't think he's a bad uh, shot stopper. It's more just, the, I think, roaming out of the goal when he shouldn't or some of the other stuff, but he is a good shot stopper. Just looking at the the shots again, it was almost even 30 to 31. Uh, Kansas City had 30, San Diego had 31. They did a great job, like you said, of holding San Diego. Uh, first quarter scoreless, second quarter, you know, they uh, San Diego only got two goals, and that was not till over halfway, or halfway in, I believe. And even, you know, they weren't out of it by any point, but Boris Pardo, former Kansas City Comet, former Sporting KC player, had an amazing. He's always he's one of the best keepers in the league, and he was just everywhere stopping shots. So it's always interesting to see also different styles between the keepers. I, I like watching Boris play, but didn't like seeing him stop all those shots. 
Yeah, I um, had a nice chat with Boris on the field after the game. We chatted about life. We chatted about Kansas City. We chatted about Neto. And uh, I mentioned to him, I've been on my kick this year to make him MVP of the league. So watch out. I know that uh, Lucas Roque from Baltimore may have some thoughts about it. And so might I be 26. But San Diego is so tough defensively. They they man mark you and they shut down Leo. Basically, they had a game plan against Leo, and it and it totally worked. Comets, yes, they got over or thirty shots, but most of those were in the second half because San Diego just locked them down completely in the first half. And if you kind of follow the soccer's at least the scoreboard this year, they, they somewhat get off to a slow start in the first half, and then in the second half they just put teams, they put them out, and uh, pretty much that's what happened to the Comets. Yeah. I, uh, and even though I, I was the one that brought up the the amount of shots, so many of uh, Kansas City shots were high and not necessarily on frame. I'm not sure how many. I can't remember how many saves Boris had off the top of my head, but he made some great saves. But it was uh, helped by the fact that Kansas City just didn't put it where he had to make some of those saves. That that's a really good team. I know I, I talk a lot. I joke a lot. Maybe a little bit. Maybe it's a little envious of the soccer's, but. Having seen them in person, they are a legit team at every level. Goalkeeping, defenders, midfield and forward. And even a forward, uh, Taboy Morgan's not scoring at the clip that he has. He did get one at uh, shorthanded uh, against a six attacker at the, at the end of the game. But they have so many options on that team. I'll go back to what I said last episode. You have to play almost a flawless game to beat them. And I think the Comets had the right strategy going in there. It was just the execution. It was right before we we jumped on that. I was reading Leo's comments to the Kansas City Star, and basically he echoes the same thing. Yeah, it's I totally agree. Um, all right, so turning to look forward, unless we had anything else we want to talk about, San Diego. Hope to see them in the finals. As I reminded them when I was out there, only one team in the West makes it to the finals and and one team from the East. So right now I don't, I couldn't tell you who's the clear cut winner in the East. So if I sound optimistic that it's that East teams keep losing. So there's going to be right now, it's not clear where we're going, except for this, that the Kansas city comments are done playing teams in the West the rest of the season. So right. They, they they wound up losing all four, one in in overtime to to Monterey, but now it's crunch time. Everything is the Eastern Conference, so these games count double every single time. What team in the West do you think does make it? I mean, San Diego is obviously really good, but Monterey, when they were here, were impressive. Mesquite has been uh, racking up wins. I, I think Chihuahua is probably the team that could compete right now. They've gone twice into Monterey this season. have won there at what was a fortress. And Chihuahua's only blemish is an overtime loss at home to, to Monterey. And so you, you put that aside, they're right up there with San Diego. And I think as, as San Diego starts playing some of their games in Mexico, I think we'll get a better idea of the the distance between San Diego and those two teams, whether it's uh, closer than it was last year with, with Chihuahua. Right. So Friday uh, in St. Louis, Saturday back here for Milwaukee. 
like you said, they need six points just to keep going. They definitely need to keep St. Louis down so they can't catch up to them. So that that's a very important road game there. Any anticipation for something different they might do or how they will look going into that game? Some different faces than the last time they were in St. Louis. So they were in St. Louis for New Year's Eve, you might recall. Comets had the game one, gave up two goals there in the last minute, and then Togba scored the, the game winner in overtime. Leo Gibson playing. You have Andreas and, and, and Benji playing. Although with Benji, he took a nasty knock to the head in the first half in San Diego, and yeah. I didn't see him in the second half. And so I haven't gotten a status update on, on his uh, injury in terms of his availability Andreas scored on Sunday in San Diego. And so I think there's a, a few differences in the lineup for uh, St. Louis, uh, but Kojakov is cleared now on visa. And so I would be interested to see how he's going to fit into their plans. He's somebody who, who gets amped up every time he plays against the Comets, but expect to see Tony walls expect to see, our uh, former Kansas City Comet utility player, I guess you 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 call it that, uh, returning uh, onto the field uh, for uh, for another run against against the Comets. I I don't know. I mean, um, every game has been tight, at least the ones there, and um, and I don't know. What are your thoughts, Dad? Well, I'm still. I, I usually try to get out to practice before we record these and I was going to do that this morning and I did not make it. So I don't have any updates on health or players that might be practicing that weren't or any of that sort of thing. So I apologize, but I do, I still wonder how much the, uh, that extra energy that uh, Andreos and Benji have produced. I think Andreos had that nice goal in San Diego and I think he's kind of getting to where he was at before. I don't know if Benji is back to where he was at before because it just takes games. I mean, you can practice all you want, but it still takes games to get there. Uh, I'm still waiting for him to score a couple of spectacular goals. But yeah, I, I, I do. I do think that they know that they need to get this. They need to get these points. No, and I think that's right. We um, we saw. I was I was talking about being a utility player. I mean, Kevin Ellis lists as a forward but you see him just about everywhere i i would expect him to be amped up for this game st louis got a big win this past weekend at, at ucfc because right now they're they're battling for a fifth place spot which would be the final spot in in the eastern conference playoffs and so for them this is this is critical they have dropped points both times kansas city was there they did beat the Comets uh, it, that opening game, but dropped a point there. They dropped two points this past time, and so they can't keep dropping points against the Comets if they want to compete and maybe surpass the Comets in, in the standings. Yeah, Ellis has so much skill and ability, and he's seemed to have uh, kept calm, at least the games that we've seen him in. I've, that I've seen him in, which is makes him uh, he's slightly more dangerous when he's not calm, but he's also not so dangerous as to get carded and not be able to be on the field. 
And I knew that when he went there, if there was six games he played, it would be six games against Kansas City. So I don't think I don't think he'll miss a game, even if he's been injured, if he can help it to play against Kansas City and he'll do his best to beat him. So I don't know. This is going to be a hard game. I think it will be tight. I think it could be one of those that ends up in overtime or, you know, a late winner, one or two goals difference. Well, and then and then you look ahead in terms of the turnaround. So Milwaukee plays at home Friday night against Florida. Milwaukee gave up points in a big way against Monterey last week and then went down to Florida and won there. And so Florida's been reeling a little bit. And and for Florida, this is a must win, I think, against Milwaukee. They've got to get some kind of points up there. And so that's going to be a battle. Friday. So, so Milwaukee has a battle. Then they come down to Kansas city, Kansas city has a battle and then they come back home and then all bets are off for Saturday night because you know, both teams have uh, some strong feelings about each other and uh, we'll see how that materializes. I think, I think for the Comets, they just need to focus on the game plan and not get uh, distracted, I guess is, is the best way to say that. And, and for Comets fans, yeah, there may be a, uh, an urge, a desire to vocalize uh, their own thoughts about what's happened in Milwaukee this year. But I think more significantly, it's retro Jersey night, which is going to be great. It's alumni night where the comments are going to bring, bring back some names of the past. And so I would encourage comments fans to come into to cable Dom arena with a positive attitude rather than, Hey, Milwaukee's in town and let's take all our thoughts and feelings out on them. Oh, absolutely. And so it's, it, you said it's retro night. It's also been moved to an hour later because there's another minor sporting event in Kansas city that day, I think just down the road, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess I can announce here um, because Nate Heron does PA duty at both places. He's even with the, the time change, he's probably going to be running a little late on Saturday. So I am apparently being uh, called into substitute PA duty at the beginning of the game. So I've, I've done PA uh, at the collegiate level. I have never done it in the MASL. So I'm uh, you talk about Kevin Ellis being a utility player. I think I'm going to be the Comets utility player on uh, Saturday evening. Will you get the sub on the fly? Like as the game goes on, if Nate shows up, does he get to run I, in through the corner? I, I wondered about that. I was like, how is he actually going to get on? I don't know if like he'll wait for a media timeout and then run through the tunnel and, and get on. But uh, uh, I, the plan as of when we're recording this, that is for, for Brian Budzinski to take my spot upstairs as a color announcer until I can get back up. But then I've got to get back down on the field because we have all these alumni coming back. It'd be great to, uh, interview a couple of them for the uh, fans of Cable Dahmer and, and everybody watching on uh, 38 The Spot and Twitch. Uh, actually, I meant to check on that. Who Do you know any of the alumni that are supposed to be back? That's my next meeting. So I don't have a confirmed... Yeah, I, I'm back-to-back back, uh, back, back comments things happening right here at that. I've heard a couple names. I haven't seen a confirmed list. Uh, some of the the usual suspects will be there. I thought I heard that Steve Petcher is going to be coming in from St. Louis, but I haven't seen the final list. Uh, I'll try to find out if the comments are going to post that ahead of time as part of their hey come come out on uh, Saturday. But what I what I would like to do is maybe get somebody on 
we don't hear from too frequently. So last year, I got the opportunity to, to interview Enzo De Pede on the field. That was a pretty cool moment because uh, we haven't seen him as much in, in recent games. And uh, so I had a, a great chance to talk, talk with him and, and we'll see who there is this year. Yeah, last year, uh, Lee Tashantret was there and I talked to him after the game. Uh, his his kid actually was in Sporting's Academy. I don't know if he still is, but we chatted a little bit about that. But he was actually one of my favorite players back when I was going to the attack games. And uh, Mike Kuhn from down the byline, another uh, person on our site, had come across the YouTube video of the attack championship game, I think in 97. And I'm I'm, I'm looking for myself in the stands. If right. the video was clearer, I'm sure I could have found myself. But just watching that game was a lot of fun. Great memories, uh, and it's great that I think the Comets are, are going to make this an annual commitment to bringing alumni back. So it's not only good for the older fans who want to reminisce, but it's good for the younger fans to see that that there is tradition here. And I mean, that's something that that Nick and I try to do on our broadcast is connect the dots between the generations. It's not just talking about the the older Comets and the attack for the sake of reminiscing. It's to show that there is there are deep roots here in Kansas City and and you can connect the dots between players you you watch today and players in previous generations and and it just didn't magically happen that that indoor soccer was here and so we hope that that as the comets do these these alumni nights as we tell stories and share stories on air it's with a purpose and 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 the goal is is to paint a broader picture about what indoor soccer has meant to this community and and what will mean it will mean to this community moving forward. Yeah, and for me personally, I mean, I'm I'm not originally from Kansas City. I, I came here in the like '91, but I watched a fair amount of indoor soccer when I lived in St. Louis. Uh, I was overseas for a good part of the '80s, so I didn't watch a lot of that sort of thing. So there's a lot of those players I know some of them from the, the '80s time frame, but not everybody by any means. So it's for me, it's always good to see that history and you know, but I, I was following soccer back then and seeing how the US national team was a lot of indoor soccer players most of the time. Yeah. It, and that's hard for people who were maybe born in, in this century to understand the the star power that was indoor soccer. And without a professional outdoor league, it was the professional indoor league that was providing the the core of the nucleus of the of the national team which is pretty cool i do have a name i think i can share unofficially because uh he he messaged me earlier today so we saw lebaron holloman here at cable Dahmer a couple of weeks ago as a fan because his son debray was playing for the stars and i think that he that he's planning on walking onto the field uh with his retro jersey this saturday night so speaking to somebody from more the attack era uh it'll be a fun opportunity for, for fans of all ages. Yeah. He's, he's a good guy too. He's uh, he's coached in Wichita and several colleges and raised a uh, very talented son also. So I was, uh, I was shooting photos from the Comets bench during the Tacoma game for one of the quarters and Debray was across like just next to me on the other bench. I go, Hey, how's it going, dude? And he's, he looked over. I didn't know if he'd remember me, but he's like, yeah. So we started talking. So it's interesting to be talking to the guy on the other team. I don't talk to the comments. I don't want to distract them. I don't mind distracting the other team. Right. 
All right. Well, I think we, I, I know you'll have to uh, get on another meeting here shortly, apparently about the retro night and players, but any last words before I let you go so you can get ready for your next one? Well, I, I would just say this. We're we're almost at the halfway point of the season, which I think we can talk about on the next episode. And sure, we can look back with a with a bunch of what ifs where where a point here, point there was lost. But I'm a little more interested in looking forward in, in, in terms of what do the comments needed to do to position themselves to make a run. And having seen the, the challenges that multiple teams in the East are experiencing. Baltimore was up against Empire on Tuesday night, wound up losing in overtime. And so a, a lot of these teams around the Comets in the standings are dropping points. Nobody has claimed a stake yet and said, we're the front runner. And so, yeah, the Comets have some work to do, but if they get on a roll, they're in, in a good position as other teams are to to head toward that Ron Newman Cup championship series. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, next meeting, because we'll Kansas City will have played two more games since then. That will be exactly halfway for them. I think that'll be a good chance to look at how, you know, how many more games they have against what positions and, you know, maybe game plan that out a little bit where they need to get their points. They're in a good spot to make the playoffs, but they're not really in a great spot to be at the top of the playoffs right at the moment. They need to they need to turn around and start putting away a lot of uh, wins. All right. Before we, uh, I guess it's time to let you go. I appreciate you having time to spend with me, Eric. And let's uh, let's hope for a good two win weekend. Six points are waiting. All right. And thanks for everybody for listening. Listen, subscribe, like, share, all that stuff that everybody always begs for that I hate to do, but I have to. And we are out.